You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio with cast number 677, recorded November 10th, 2021. Tonight brought to you by DonBurnside.com, MotoringStripes.com, and DetroitTune.com. So mixed up. Anyway, let's get started. Everybody, it's DB in Arizona, the brand new episode of the World Famous, World Famous White Roof Radio. This is number 677. Uh, Todd's here. Gabe's here. Fellas. Yes, gentlemen. Yeah, we're kind of we're jumping into it really quick because we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to squeeze into the show. And Gabe was going to say something right there, and I just cut him off, and he just going to suck it for now. We have a lot of stuff going on, (laughs) and we're going to let Chad in right now too. (laughs) Gabe, go ahead. I think I just I just said hi. (laughs) Oh, okay. Just making sure. But we have a lot of stuff to get to because Gabe and I were in Palm Springs. Todd was at SEMA. Uh, Chad just joined us. We got to talk about some stuff for him. I, I made a funny joke on Slack about Arizona uh, Arizona winter tires. We might get to. Who knows? Um, I drove a Mini Cooper. It was awesome. Well, we it might is, talk uh, about that. Yeah, I think we can hold up because Chad said it was going to snow in Detroit this weekend. And it's yes. it's still in the 60s here, 60s and 70s. Uh, well, although, it's it's in, the, it's in the 60s here in Chicago too, but it's still going to snow on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we we need to talk soon. So coming up on White Roof Radio in the next few weeks, probably we're going to talk about some winter tires. So snow tire conversation. Gird your loins, people. <laughs> but it's going to be yeah. I mean, this is a come and go snow. I mean, you know, the real the real white stuff comes. Has anybody, has anybody checked on I'm Mr. telling Peterson. myself that because I'm putting my snow tires on in two weeks. <laughs> has anybody checked on Mr. Peterson to see if he's actually switched over him being and is the, the uh, you know, is he still alive? Groundhog Day. Is he still alive? Peter, yes, I, he's still alive. Oh, my God. I've not heard he's still alive. Yeah. I've not heard from him, so I don't yeah, know. Take, a, take about three inches back from that mic. Yeah, coming in hot. Chad, I'm going to be uh, – I'm flying into – to DTW Monday Monday morning, yeah, on your way to Paris. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is on my way to Prague. Right, of course. Oh, you're going to Prague? Is it no. shoe week? <laughs> you sleeping in some hostels? Final, uh, yeah, exactly. I've done it. I've done that. Final destination <laughs> L.A., but that's another story. Who that's has another. Oh, wait. That's another story. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we have some news, some motoring file to get to tonight. And um, we're going to cover some of the things I have a feeling some of you guys might have missed the interview that Gabe and I had with um, uh, Mike Payton of Mini USA, obviously, and our good friend Pat McKenna. We're going to talk about that a little bit and then big news and whatever happens to come up. Big news, DB. A lot of, bi- a lot of big news. We've got some big legitimate news. big news today. And the, I'm going to put down right now, there was also some fake news. And I just want to make sure it's 100% clear because I was there. Gabe did not have the fastest super, the fastest autocross time <laughs> no, at BMW Test Fast. And I have the video to prove it. He got a DQ, huh? He got a no, DQ. No. He did not stop in the <laughs> No, box. I had the oh, problem. There was, was, there was clearly the judge. Defined. Let's just be honest. There the was professional a driver stopping yeah. zone, no. and the judge was a professional driver. This, was a professional driver who, Chad, this. you'll how appreciate did, this, how, who how I had drive. just beat his time. <laughs> just beat his time. Come on. Except Come on. Gabriel, we all know what's going you. on there. Were you in the box, was though? A, were you in the box? I was in the box. box. You were not I was in the box. If you, you look at the video the box <laughs> and you look at where the cone is, you're like, there's no way that Mini could have broken that box. No way. Dude, I'm going to go with the – I got to go with the line judge, man. Big Lebowski over the line. I think I think that guy was was uh, he had something to prove. I think that's what that was. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's fine. I've won that. I've won that before. Okay. I've, I I currently have a surfboard in my <laughs> office in Chicago from when it right. before. So I don't. Whatever they were giving away, I don't need it. They but surf we don't in know Chicago. 
Yeah, get big uh, well, actually, on they, the way. they actually do. They actually do. <laughs> I know. My, my old neighbor did. It's anyway. it's November gales, man. Yeah, fake anyway, of, fake news. It's fake news. Speaking Gabe of November not, gales, Gabe did not win. BB, I just set you up. I know. Speaking of the, the November whales, Todd, please. Gales. Oh, there it is. This is this goes back. Uh, got to be 15, 16 years for us. Oh my God, we got. I can't even remember. And we are actually recording on the actual day of the. On the actual day of the Edmund Fitzgerald. It's the Edmund Fitzgerald Day. It is. Yes. They have a beer about that. They do. They do. Not from Detroit, though, sadly. But um, yeah, that was. What was the story of that? What was the? Why? Why was that such a thing? Because you were fascinated by it. What it the was, boat went I down? Was, it was like it was like show twenty or something. I'm gonna have to find it now. Well, uh, and at the time, Gabe and, was like, "I've never heard that song before," and we had to play it for you. I never oh, had. And now cool. I listen to it annually. Yeah, sure. And sure. Uh, there's lore about it. Uh, Google Edmund Edmund Fitzgerald. Um, yep, as Chad yep. mentioned, it's also a fantastic stout. Yeah, there you go. And um, listen, we got it. We lost. We lost a lot of good men that day, and a big boat. And uh, there's a beautiful song written about it. At the bottom of Lake Michigan uh, right now, right? No, Lake Superior. Oh, it's Lake Superior, sorry. Yeah, yeah. The big one. Let so. me see. That was that was Wolfcast 21. Wow. If anybody wants to go hunting, I don't even know if that's still online. But that was Wolfcast 21 that we talked about that. 16 Wolfcast years 21. ago. We were children. We were children. We were, we were each Shoot. about 16 years old. Too, yeah. Right? I was, I, I know, well, Todd and I were 18. I mean, more honestly, hair. Gabe, you were 12. Oh, I definitely had more hair. That was a joke I made during the our interview with Pat and Mike. I actually said, you know, last time I saw Pat, we both had hair, which is pretty true. It's kind of funny. Yeah, Wolfcast 21. Uh, if you guys want to have a good time, especially you uh, new listeners, go back on White Radio. I'll try to link that one up for you guys, see if I can find it. Also, really quick, a quick programming note. You guys should listen to the end. Thank you. Okay, what do we got? Um... And I say that because nobody asked last week for the Black Roof Radio. So, uh-huh. um, okay, so what do we want to do? Let's start here. So let's start in chronological order. A couple weeks ago, Gabe and I met at Thermal California at the BMW Performance Center, Thermal California. And BMW had, I don't know, $87 million worth of inventory out there for us. And they were all programmed to just get in and drive. Yeah, Literally, so get in and drive. So it's what it's what BMW calls uh, test fest, and and what that means is they allow uh, accredited journalists to actually you know come out uh, who are invited, of course, come out and sample the wares of the brands BMW and Mini. Um, oftentimes also Rolls Royce, but that was not there this time. And this time they actually did BMW uh, Motorrad as well. Motorrad was there, which is awesome. I got to actually sit on a bike, and that was actually hilarious to watch. I watched Gabe. I'd never done it before. It was great. Did, did they let journalists ride any of the motorcycles who had uh, motorcycle licenses? One hundred percent. Yep. Yes, they, they, they had to bring their own gear. So if they were geared up, helmets, leathers, all that, mm-hmm. they yeah, one hundred percent let them go. Nice. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, DB. I mean, just to set it up, it's a, it's an amazing opportunity, of course, so to cool. sample the wares of this brand. Uh, but more importantly, us is that we've got these cars not just on some awesome canyon roads but also on a track yeah so we got a chance to drive um the brand new and i still can't talk about it the, the embargo is still not done oh so i can't tell not. you what i think about it but the the uh, two series the 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 m240 that m2 oh um, can't talk about the, it but you can't even say that you can't even, can't say, even say that, that. I've, I've, now, todd, you have to todd you gotta beat that out for me i can't say that it's embargo um, just forget you heard it people how's that the uh <laughs> the m440 uh 
Frank Coop. Somebody's, uh, somebody's, somebody's working. Is somebody's recording. Restaurant kitchen. I'm mute. We're we're doing some dishes. You know. <laughs> it does sound. It does sound like a restaurant kitchen. Actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Chad had the had the kitchen table tonight. So the M two um, the M the M two forty the M four forty Grand Coupe. I didn't drive that one. Is, which is a you know it's 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 uh, it's fun. The embargo uh, actually just lifted on that, so I can tell you oh. it's great. There you go. Uh, it's basically a three series with a hatchback, and mm-hmm. then. Um, the the other things the sort of the bits of revelation that were amazing was the M4 X Drive, which is all wheel drive on the track, and the M4 two wheel drive. Drove those back to back. Wrote something about it on Bimmer File. Go check it out. Yeah. Um, there's there's a very clear and obvious difference between those two. Um, but holy shit, the X Drive is amazing okay. and feels like a real drive car. Kudos to BMW for producing a car that has that sort of essence of the brand. Um, yet is all wheel drive. Uh, but oh my god, the two wheel drive, rear wheel drive, competition M4 is the one you want. Okay. So much more playful, so much fun to just drift around corners. Just awesome. And then um, DB, I'm gonna round this out because I know you want to get to the Cooper. Then DB and I took out the for like for like half the day, people, and not most- just like Gabe saying take out. But I want you guys to know we didn't just take this car out like just to go out and come back. We were out for like an hour and a half, two hours. We were in this close car. to Mexico, if I recall. We were really close <laughs> to Mexico. We um yeah, so we took out the most powerful. We we're like guys, most powerful BMW in the world ever history. Where is it? Let's see the keys. Okay, there it is. So we took out the M5 CS. It's a brand new iteration of the M5, sort of the swan song of this generation, that produces 627 horsepower. 627 horsepower. You're thinking, where have I heard that number before? That's the same number from the McLaren F1. It's a lot of horsepowers. So um, what's 60 on that car officially, Gabe? Uh, Three point something? Think, no, 3.2? it's in the twos. I think it's like yeah, two yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's like Tesla it's, fast. Crazy fast. I mean, Tesla's the plaid, obviously, is it's stupid fast now. It's yeah. it's even faster. And you can't compare. I mean, let's be honest. Like electric no, cars like a Tesla plaid, yeah. um, a model's plaid. I mean, it's a it's a different league. And it's also sort of a different product. Like, you know, sure. you don't compare them because um they're they're delivering such different experiences that it's hard to compare the two, other than the fact that they have seats and they have four tires. So so the, the M5 CS was uh, a monster. But, I mean, the thing that was so amazing about it was it was actually a kind of a ballerina monster. Like, it was yes. just so docile. The feedback yes. was so rich. Um, it was just uh, so rewarding to drive. And I've driven every generation of M5 ever. And I've driven every iteration of this current M5. This one is leaps and bounds more effective at delivering feedback and, and just – all around just effective not, at going not back. to mention I mean, it was a it was a looker it I was mean, it was a looker it was it was like it was like a it's like a matte dark green um with yellow eyes it had um, a really good sound oh yeah it was great it was it made was, me sick i i actually for the first time in years years and never been in a car with todd pearson i was car sick Sorry about First that. First time in years. Well, you've never been to the Dragon with us before, DP. Yeah, sure. I never went to the Dragon. No, I'll just think the Dragon. I'll do it to anybody. Any one of the three yeah. of us, Chad, uh, Gabe, or myself, could make DB sick on the Dragon. Oh, that anybody can make me yeah. sick on the Dragon. Anybody I almost can made make myself sick. Anybody sick on the Dragon. 
Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard not to get sick of the dragon if yeah. you're in passenger. Somebody's really yeah, but it was just the, the acceleration. And I was working the cameras. I was doing production stuff for Gabe, so I was helping him out. But it was like all the acceleration and and just the G forces. This car, Gabe's forgetting to mention that it the seating arrangement in this car is four carbon fiber buckets. carbon carbon buckets quad buckets as I call quad, them um, quad buckets was one so two in the front one is, two in the back it was this crazy. thing is crazy. And- the thing about these cars and, and, and the M4 and the and the M5 all had ceramic brakes. So you're you're oh, pounding this thing on the track and you're and you're touching, you know, 150 and you're and you're boom down to like 50, 60 miles an hour, lap after lap after lap. And the thing yeah. that's just mind bending about these cars, and I have a car with ceramics as well in, in the garage, and I and I mean it's it's legit, is that it defies what you expect would be the laws of physics time and time again with brakes like it's just the ceramics just changed the game and i posit i believe that if car makers peeling off had put their money rather than like hey let's let's like spend billions of dollars making like bumpers rubberized so we save ankles if we spent billions of dollars making ceramic brakes cheaper so like they could right. be in every car every car how yeah. amazing a how amazing would that be how much safer would driving be too so much cool i yeah. mean i just think that it's so crazy that 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 has never been like that's not a thing that has happened in the past 20 30 years because it's yeah, such crazy. a it's such a huge difference anyway point is awesome time the, the m5 time. was amazing just uh, and then we switched uh, but, over to, but then we switched over now let me this is the part where it's actually kind of funny i had to stop talking about this pre-show so gabe and i were out there and we're driving through all these bmws and i go switch to the minis right so let me tell you one thing you never want to do don't go ride in the m5 cs don't drive an m2 or an electric mini and then drive the jcw yeah just don't do it start at the jcw hardtop because it's great. And I was watching some some reviews about the JCW's car. Todd, this is your car. I was watching some reviews on the internet, and these guys are smoking huge piles of crack. Um, because that Mini drives freaking amazing. You get on the gas, it just happens, man. Zero to 60 is like, oh, like three blinks. And you're like, oh, okay. There was no... There was no uh, torque steer. and There was no nothing. It was just went. And DB, you were in... You were in an automatic, right? Yep. So that and that automatic is pretty like they've got it dialed in at this point. Yeah, it was nice. That, that car, that car had a fair amount of boogie. It really. But tell did. me it about. Tell me about drive. the. Tell me about the Cooper though. The car that I really care about though was the Cooper, because <clears throat> Todd, you had an F fifty six Cooper. Correct. We had a um, twenty fourteen. It was one of the very early ones. One of the early ones, and I had a chance to drive one of those. Um, a listener had one. He let me drive it for a leg on mm, one of the mini takes the states. I should say it was 20, and, 2015. What was the first year that came out? Uh, uh, 14. Thir- 13, model year 14, I think. Model I think year, it was four, yeah. model year 14. But yeah, it only year lasted year for like three months. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but that car, it was very and, – and I drove it, and you guys had one. The reason why you got rid of it is because it was docile. It boring. was boring, right? Yes. And it was like driving the – 
It was driving in, the R56 Mini Cooper. In right? my was, in my defense, okay. In my defense, my other car was the 2006 GP that I kept going back and forth. So, sure, sure, sure. Well, that, sure. That, that'll that'll so, yeah, yeah. That but, kills it. That kills it every time. I, I spent yeah. a day in a 2014 or 2015 Cooper. I had one. It was um, it was a 2018, maybe a 2017. I had as a loner when the Roadster was in the shop once, um, and it was fine, just fine, right? It's just, but it wasn't. It wasn't the mini, right? So you, if you old guys that have been around a while, like we have, you go back to our fifty days, right? My first mini, Gabe's first mini, and it was just a delight to drive, and it was chuckable, and it was fast, and you didn't need a sport button because you had. You're having a great time. Oh, and you didn't need a sport button because you had third gear, you know. So it was awesome. Immediate, and and then also. so tiring, but that's oh, yeah. Well, a little bit, uh, but but that got lost in the R56 to begin with because people complained that it was too rough or didn't ride right or was too hard to drive or whatever. And that's fine. So the R56 softened up, F56 softened up even more until you get to the new one. And Gabe, I don't know actually know when it changed because I let myself get out of date with Mini Cooper stuff. So let's just say probably a 2020 model. I don't know. Yeah, well, they 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 revised. So I mean, they've revised. You know, they're constantly tinkering with with suspension settings. They're constantly tinkering with various things. Now, they've done some stuff too to decontent those cars. Decontent is not the right word. Mm. Take content away, and so the yes. sport button is gone. Um, yeah, sport button's gone. For example, on all that stuff, but the the suspension itself is a little different. And I think, you know, and this is I think this is what's what's interesting too in my mind um and the dct has helped if you're getting an automatic of course has helped that car a great mm-hmm. deal i think it suits it really well mm-hmm. and i think ultimately like that car feels different in 2022 sorry what year is it 2021 yeah compared to 2013 like it feels different because yeah. it's it's retained certain things that are gone you know, just totally gone from the automotive landscape. And I think that it's actually been honed to a degree. And I think car, that's really helpful. This car to me feels like a return to the R50. It 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 well, didn't you, – you got in and you drove it and you could throw it around. Great. Or you didn't have to. And in that case, it was very much not like the R50. It was more like an F56. It's like, I just want to drive. Okay, cool. I'm just going to drive. Yeah, oh, wait a I minute. Mean, I, think- I want to have some fun now. And it's like, yeah, let's have fun. Let's go boogie. Right. People it was talk awesome. about, and I, I love the R50. I mean, there'll never be another one. But people talk about, you know, the R50, and no car could ever be like it again. And that's true. They actually like legally can't build a car like that again. It just doesn't <laughs> no, work anymore. Right. Many love to. They just can't. And so, but what what they've done is they've been able to find this balance between what that is or was, yeah. and what. Modern again, 2021 like sensibilities and frankly consumers want. Now, granted, everybody listening to the show is like, "What the hell is he talking about? I want an R50. That's fine. We're a little niche, you know." Sure. So, so <laughs> okay, that's a little bit. So, well, and I think DB, what you were done. saying too is that a little bit is that the R50, while it was extremely fun to drive, it was a little harder to drive. It was a little more mechanical and manual. And the F56 but, has moved to the generation is it's very easy to drive. It's it's easy to drive. Yeah, it's but relaxing. It's, also, it's it, it, it well, it can be. You can also can be. drive it not relaxing. But my point is, but you can that you think about the, the R the R fifty. How much was how how much would the R fifty weigh? It's a twenty twenty five twenty six hundred pounds. Yeah, it's like twenty six hundred pounds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. twenty six. Co- the, the current Cooper, the, the one DB's talking about, yeah. weighs twenty seven hundred pounds. 
about the same. Think about that. Think about that. It's oh, a it bigger more, car. And it's got way more, more power. Room, more power, 0 to 60 in 7.6 seconds, which is yeah. faster. Yeah. And it's only it's a, it's a roughly 100 pounds more. That, that, that's a, that's Te- not bad. And technically, this car should have roughly the same power to weight as a R53. You're right. And so I think pa- that's Power to weight. I mean, I mean it's got different – because the way – it's it's close. And because the it's magic number on an R50 – you could get R53 performance out of an R50 if you could get an R50 to 140 horsepower. I did the math. 162 right? foot-pound of torque is the big difference. See, and and here's is. the thing that I would I would argue all day long. Listen, if you want to have if you want to like have a project, you want to buy a car, a new mini, and mod it right away, like right away. I'd have a. I mean, and I'm like, and, and also it's not like my only fun car. I have another car in the, in the garage. Get a Cooper and put a suspension on it and big brakes. Done. 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 I think I think that's the car in a lot of ways. That that mini that I drove in Palm Springs with a rear sway bar, that's my track car. That's yeah, my track day to, car. That's my go, autocross car. Just go take right? it to Chad. Yeah. Just just do it. Anyway, if for those of you who got turned off on the Cooper because it just got, I don't know, boring, you need to go look at it again. That's all I'm saying. I would drive that car all day long, twice on Sunday. For, and it for the amazing. record, and for the record, the the Cooper S is twenty eight hundred pounds, almost on the dot, current yeah. state. Yeah. So, and of course, I drive the JCW all day long too. But we're going to save that. We're going to let Todd talk about it a little more because that's Todd's upcoming car, and it was awesome. I mean, I just don't know what else to say. It was just awesome. Yeah, I I, couldn't, I, I love it. It's my so you're gonna be you're I've, gonna love that car, dude. I've had two of them. I mean, did you get to drive the country? Did they have the JCW Countryman there? No, they did. They, they did. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. I didn't drive that one. I only drove just oh no DB no. They only had the hardtop. They only had the yeah. Yeah, the Cooper S uh, Countryman. I mean, I I just drove. I just I just ran out and got and grabbed coffee, a uh, pack of coffee in mine. <laughs> so I can tell you, Todd. Every time it goes from first to second gear. Every time I hear that little, and just like the way it, it, it sounds great. And yeah. I mean, I was in my one M all day and, and you know, it's fine, but I commuted like an hour in it, um, in the office today. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's nice to get in that car and just effortlessly, Go fast, and you know it's it's fun. It's a, it's a fun car. I'm just looking forward to the variety of, of of you know I've been I've been on the show for 16 years now talking about minis, and I've only had hard tops. I've not had a clubman, although we have the roadster. Or, we yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so yeah, you know roadster. we've had the a, a convertible version of it. So and, and everything in between, Coopers, Cooper S, GP, all of this. It's time to kind of. For the for science, I'm doing it for science, people. Embrace the SUV concept. I bought a JCW Countryman for the show for science, and to try and single handedly help mini sales this year. You know, we ordered two of them, of course. Pat and Mike were both. It turns out they don't with their thank yous. Yeah, yeah, but it turns out they don't need help, which is another. I know they're doing very well. It's great. It's fantastic. Yeah, we should we should we should should talk about that actually. Really, yeah. Let's keep going on that. For those of you who didn't miss it, we didn't get it. I'm. We're going to see if we have enough time, but I'm thinking we might want to include it in this episode. Gabe and I had a chance, an exclusive interview with Pat and Mike um, at, I said Pat and Mike, should be Mike and Pat, when we were in Thermal. They were so generous to give us half an hour of their time, 30 minutes, uh, all to ourselves. It was amazing. Should we talk talk real briefly about that? So maybe there's like just, just real quick, like the big takeaways and that stuff to listen to. Yes, absolutely. Um, Because I think, for example, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I mean, let's talk about sales for one. I think 
Yeah, sales uh, for one. Listen to the listen to the interview. They talk about sales and how yeah they're down um, for a few reasons. I mean, one of the the big reasons they can't they don't have stock. Yeah. Um, that's a big issue. But dealers are are generally speaking doing fantastic. I mean, there's they're they're selling everything they can sell. Yeah. They are ordering cars, so there's nothing on the lot, and and yeah, so it turns the, out you guys are ordering cars now again, like you had to like back in 2002, 2003, 2004. It's at that level now, which is yeah, and and they they love it because those are customers that stick around, they love the brand. Anyway, long story short, dealers are profitable, very yeah. profitable. In 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 the conversations I've had, third party with dealers personally, as well as the conversations I've had with Mini USA. Um, I'm sure there's some dealers that maybe not, or you know, there's there's obviously not everybody's in the same boat. But generally speaking, it's very different than it has been, <clears throat> and so things are really looking pretty good. And in a lot of ways, I mean, Mini and BMW, for that matter, they they'd love to sell less cars and make more money. They'd love sure. to, and and I always think uh, there's a lot of people who also they just want you to tell them how much the car is. If the car is MSRP. That's fine. Then okay, that's the price. Well, and right? what's great now, that. DB it, it, Gabe, is that um, we're we're in a situation with uh, constraints of supply in all brands. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether right. you're shopping for a Kia or a right. Hyundai or a Mini or a Subaru. Yeah. Nobody has any. So when they do finally get them, they're not making deals because they're like, we don't have to try and sell these cars. Because we have yep. we have more demand than we have supply, and that's driving the prices up, which is good for the dealers. It's not great for the consumer, but like you said, Gabe, people are like, you know what? I need a car. I want a car. Just tell me what the price is. Just tell me the price. Right. So, so interesting right. point there. Don't, that's don't the way I want to. That's the way I want to buy a car. Not yeah. for yeah. That's what most people do. Day. So, really quickly though, I think Mini has weathered the chip shortage storm pretty well. You know, there was an HK problem for a little while, which seems to have remedied itself. BMW and other automakers are, have been getting killed by it. Now, why? What's the difference? Well, for one, minis don't have a ton of technology in them. I mean, they have some, obviously, but not like an enormous amount. BMWs right now, if you buy an X7, which is a $100,000 SUV, they've just cut the touchscreen on right. it. Wow. So you can – it's still got a screen, but you can only control if you have the, the iDrive. Like old school, you can't touch it. Um, there's, there's like no four wheel steering. There's no, like, there's all these options that you just can't get anymore. And, and so it's, it's a, it's a little bit of a knife fight out there, um, for other automakers, whereas minis has been doing okay. Well, and the reason, and also I, I, I've seen that and people, my first question was, are minis going to lose the touchscreen also? But as it turns out, the BMW, they've only dropped them off of the, the upper end, the X5, the X6 and X7 are losing the touch screens. And that's mainly because if you've seen these, they're ginormous. It's like a 12-inch iPad on your screen. It's, it's a 12 yeah, it's a 12.1, yeah. It's a really <clears throat> big screen and I'm sure there's a different chip or, or whatever that's that's driving it that they're having issues with. Mm-hmm. And minis don't have that with it with the 8.8-inch well, screen. Yeah, minis have a, an older <laughs> let's be honest, they have an older chip. Right, right. Um, and and which is actually now come back to like really be a beneficial thing. Right. right. So I think I think just you know briefly when you think about the other things in that interview, um, I'm going to pivot really quickly, DB, just to keep keep us on time. The um, yeah, thanks. the other big thing. There's two other big things I think we should talk about, and, and let's talk about MTTS in a second. The other big yeah. thing was a clear indication that the 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 and we know Mini is moving to electric, right? Yeah. The next electric Mini we will see is an all electric Mini Countryman. Yep. 
and that and, that only makes sense because it's the best. It's you know the first and right. se- bouncing back and forth between the hardtop and the countryman. They share almost equal sales numbers, and they flip flop back and forth. Which one's yeah. better? Which one sells more than the other one? It's been the countryman more than the than the hardtop. The hardtop, yeah. Uh, so I think anyway. I think it's a I think it's a it's, it's an interesting move. Um, it's going to be based off the new. Um, F-A-A-R platform um, mm-hmm. from BMW. Detailed on motor file. Check it out. It's the same exact platform as the 2 Series Active Tour, which is a terrible name. It's only sold in Europe. Hmm. Key thing there is that it's going to have dramatically more range than we see in the current hardtop, which is obviously retrofitted to, to fit the F-56 platform. What's that mean? I would suspect we're going to see range between 2 to 250, um, maybe more. Maybe more, and and keep in mind, BMW is very conservative with their range versus other automakers. But uh, also keep in mind, it's a smaller car, and there's a price point to hit. They can't just stack it with eighty thousand dollars worth of batteries. But I think if I was a betting man, which I'm actually not, Todd, I know that's crazy. Um, <laughs> I would thing, say you, I would you bet you would see something around two fifty. It would be yeah. my guess for, from a range perspective. Um, but that car is also going to be petrol powered too, so um, mm-hmm. and potentially hybrid. So uh, don't think that they're going fully electric. They're not. Um, the other thing that we talked about is, uh, in in accordance to or in in relation to our our wonderful uh, listening crew here, um, I asked point blank, when is the manual transmission going away? And I think the answer you listen to it yourself. Um, yep. Not for a while, Never. but uh, we'll while. save it. We'll save it for the for the for the interview. But there's there's some good stuff there. Um, yes, there's going to be an electric mini. We're going to talk about it in a second. But uh, don't don't worry. We're gonna they're going to be making petrol powered cars for a while. And then the other big piece of news we had MTTS stuff. Of course, we talked about this with pre-show. We'll go a little bit longer on that one. But there was one thing because Todd sent a couple questions with me to ask specifically, and Mike Payton's response to Todd's questions were so. Zero to sixty in four and a half seconds isn't fast enough for Todd. <laughs> well, it wasn't that DB? The question, the the let me just like uh, uh, in defense of it, my question specifically it was, was, but it was funny. His answer was funny. Yeah, my question specifically should have been: Are they going to increase the horsepower of the JCW hardtop, not just any of the any of the JCWs? Because I don't expect them to go much beyond the three hundred one where they are now. But what I want to know is: Is three hundred one horsepower coming to the hardtop? Got it. So, and they didn't right. say no. They just said we right. have no plans no, for any. No, they, they, they did. <laughs> they okay. listen. So again, everybody listening, listen to the interview. Listen to what Pat Pat McKenna said. Yeah. He's very explicit in his mm-hmm. answer. Mm-hmm. I will. I will leave it there. Yes. And then but the it's, other thing that's different than what Todd was just suggesting. Well, no, what I'm saying is his answer, and I listened to it. I, I went back and I listened to it three times. And he says, we have no plans for any horsepower increases in the mini line. Okay? And so mm-hmm. I get that. They're not going to change the horsepower. But I'm like, the Countryman and the Clubman have 301. They're not changing the horsepower. Are they just going to put that same engine? Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add something to this. Like and the it's, and it's this, the exact same thing I got when I saw Bob Dylan live okay. from the front <laughs> row of a tiny theater, <laughs> which is... Facial context. Ah, I mean, he, he said that in a way which made me believe that he didn't want to tell you. <laughs> it's like he wasn't happy. He didn't want to say it, but this is what's going to happen. He, he was like, 
You know what I mean? Like he, he knew he was disappointing us when he said it. Yeah. Yeah. So but I, turned it I, I mean, I could be I wrong. Got... I'd be, I'd love to be wrong actually, but I, I, I don't know if I, yeah, I but see. I turned it around and I got everybody excited because my first experience driving any electric car was actually in a mini Cooper on that day. On a on a racetrack, by the way. On maybe. a racetrack, no less. And now would I be mean, a really that's good a great way to, start. to talk about that because I really enjoyed that car a lot. Yeah, because was, it was like was awesome. uh, because if if I'm honest, it was like driving a mini, right? It's like oh, it's like driving a mini. It doesn't make any noise. Okay, with an insane amount of torque, as you can imagine. So, <clears throat> and the full regenerative braking it stops like a golf cart doing at five miles an hour. Right? My Which is dream insane. Yeah, my dream daily driver as a mini is is that car yeah. with 250 miles of range. I mean, which yeah. is funny, Gabe, and you, and you mentioned that 250 miles of range, and and that's pretty much what the the standard Model Three gets, is it not? Or, yeah. Are they up to uh, like three? It's 240 or something? Get, yeah, 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 pretty close. Yeah, two. But that's a, and and that's just me. Like that's what I need personally out of it because I, I I do a fair amount of driving that requires and, that and but I, I just can't have a third car in my garage at this time so it'd have to be the second car like my car and if i that car would actually pretty i could use that car now well and can but i also I don't know how it's going to handle in arizona summer okay well and i also want to follow up too here for anybody who hasn't heard it or it's too time consuming is the most interesting thing is for the longest time we've been told by bmw themselves that by 2025 they were going to stop making gas-powered cars and they've now backpedaled on no, that. And no, that's not true. They said they were going to release the last new model with a petrol-powered engine in okay. 25. Okay, so a lot but of they people... they were going to make them into the early 30s. Yeah, a lot of people interpreted that as like the last gas-powered Mini would be made in 2025, which is only two years away. Well, that's not right. the case because they said it's probably going to be closer to 10 years that you'll still be mm-hmm. able to buy a gas-powered or... As you know, they didn't say this, Gabe, but you've mentioned it before. They're going to be mild hybrids um, with mm-hmm. the technology that BMW has been using for a while now. But anyway, yeah. I thought that was interesting because they also alluded to the fact that in the U.S. we have an infrastructure issue for electric cars. And Mini yeah. has always touted themselves as an urban brand. And right. I think that's an issue with all electric car companies at this point, especially the the, mm-hmm. the cars with a, a small range. Now, if you right. have a Tesla that's you know getting 400 miles to a charge, it's not as big a deal as an urban car because you don't feel the need to drive it somewhere and charge it immediately and then charge it overnight and everything because most people that live in urban areas don't have access to a charger overnight. They don't have, you know, they're living downtown and they're parking in a parking garage and right. and there just aren't enough plugins to charge these things. So I think range is an issue and infrastructure is an issue that's going to stretch this out in the US specifically. Now, I know there's people living in other parts of the world who aren't experiencing issues. They they've really kind of thought about this beyond the US right now. But we're kind of oil driven. We love driving dead dinosaurs. Um, so I think it was interesting in their response that we're probably looking at another 10 years of, of petrol powered, mm-hmm. uh, uh, oh, yeah. cars. Yeah, oh yeah. But I, I kind of see you know, electric cars almost like, uh, you know, if your cell phone gets below 30%, you're like, okay, I need to find a charger and get this charger. Yeah, you're right. Again, yeah, it's exactly the same. That's how right. I mean, I mean, I like, I, I struggle, I struggle if I get to 60. I mean, well, well, that low, but. I'm a maniac. You, you get to a panic when you're like, 
oh my God, I'm at this percentage rate. And whatever that percentage rate is, and it could be 10, it could be six, it could be 30. That's what's going to happen with cars exactly the same way. What's, it's like, what, hey, I'm at, yeah. I'm at 30%. I need to go plug in and, and, I, and I think it's this happen. To me, like the biggest thing that people like don't, and I mean, this is a longer conversation. We should probably yeah. um, pivot. But like the thing that people don't think about that is the critical thing in my book is the speed of charging for these cars. Yeah. And that's where the the Mini's okay. It's pretty good. Um, but other cars like Porsche and Audi and their 800-volt uh, systems and Hyundai and Kia, actually, not Tesla, have figured this out with 800-volt systems. Is like they can charge like an enormous amount of that battery in like 10, 12 minutes. Well, and that's the, that's, that's the difference. There was an article in Bloomberg Business today, uh, just today, in fact, that I read, that I think it was GM that um, – kind of they they had now partnered with a company to develop a charging system anyway and they called it a cable which still doesn't make any sense to me but yeah. that was capable of charging an electric car in about the time it took you to fill up with a tank of gas yeah that's but, right okay and yeah. so they're working on that i, I, and I think that's I heard the, about that that's the yeah, li- but- line to cross as soon as we cross that line that you can pull in go get yourself your big gulp and then while you're while you're filling up your your 87 ounces of Diet Coke, your car's out there charging, and by the time you pay for it and you come out, you're pretty much good to go. Yeah. I mean, so that's it's not quite well. Yeah, I mean, I can't. It's not going to be that uh, fast. But. I, I work with I work with a said company, so I can't say a ton, but it's right. it's not quite like that. But it's not that far off. Right. I mean, that's yeah. obviously the future. So right. that's why that's why I say like you know the. It, it's the time to charge. That's actually the thing we don't talk about that we actually need more than anything. Let's just pretend there's lots of, lots of chargers out there. Um, in a few years, I mean, in a few years, there's going to be people like tow trucks roaming city, like urban areas with chargers, looking looking to make twenty bucks to charge your car. Yeah. Like literally, they're like, but, like, but you oh, know, you, you need you need to charge, like, you know, a stoplight, like, oh, here you go, here's here's here's. 90 seconds for like and five you know, miles. And you know there's and, an opportunity for, for companies because right now, how many of us, and raise your hand here, how many multiple phone chargers do you have that are like the, the battery packs? Or, oh, I've got one of those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, have, I, I have five I or six. 30. I have five or my six where you can carry around with you so when your your phone gets low, you're like, oh, plug this in. It's in my backpack. Hey, I'm staring plug- at three right now. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, I can get an extra 10 minutes or I can get an extra 20 minutes. So you think there's a there's something for this for cars. Like, let's say it's backpack sized that you can toss but, in know, the trunk or whatever and carry with you. And yeah. you're like, ooh, this, and, will, this is an emergency But you know case. what's funny, Todd? And, and before is that- this, Gabe, before this actually dives into like this giant conversation about electric cars. I just want to ro- reel this back to like 2021 really quick. And I want to mention that if you look at the electric car market in the United States or anywhere on the planet and you look at something that most people can actually afford, the mini, the mini's the car you're going to want. That's it. Yeah, look right. at all, look at all the rest of them. That's it. Number one, they're hideous. The Nissan leaf. What? Ugly. Who, who thought that was a good design idea? <laughs> it anyway. looks like crap, but I'll tell you, though, like the thing, I mean, it drives like crap, too, but it I mean, drives it's, like crap got, too. it's got a ton of range for a cheap, cheap it, amount of money. It does have a ton of range, but oh, it's horrible. And if you want yeah. a car that at least that, that doesn't look horrible and goes like stink, and you're going to have a little short range, but but your commute's less than 50 miles a day anyway, mm-hmm. look at the Mini. 30 yeah, grand? I'll- yeah, I, and last thing I'll say, I, I agree. Last thing I'll say is, if we want a hint of the future of this technology, look yeah. at look at your phone. 
Yeah. yeah. Think yeah. about how how much how like the iPhones we we talk about iPhones uh, how how much more the iPhones and new Android devices like nice like premium Android devices last and yeah. how quickly they can charge. And I think yeah, that's where we're at. Anyway, we've got yeah. we've got to talk about the new the next generation electric mini since we're talking about this. Let's talk yeah, about this absolutely. Go go yes. So I got um so <laughs> right so many. Mini actually kind of shocked all of us and released photos of this car to outlets. I'm happy to say Motorfile is one of them, and and spoke very like openly about some of it, um, about the electric Mini. This is a this is a one of the new products that Mini will be coming out with in the next two years. We've talked about this again. Check out Motorfile detailed there. There's going to be two. The reality is there's going to be two different Mini hatchbacks coming. One that is petrol powered, built in Oxford. It will be uh, very like subtly based on the F56. You'll never know, but it will be. And there will be an entirely new car built from the ground up on a skateboard chassis that is fully electric, dedicated to be electric, built in China. Mm-hmm. Um, both those cars will will, from what I have heard, will be very very close in styling, like all identical uh, in a lot of ways. Interior will be different to a degree um, because they, they run different technology. Um, but more or less, you're going to be choosing between a petrol and electric. The electric will be slightly smaller, um, a little bit here and there. And you can see the photos. You can see that the car is t- a little bit smaller, especially right. the front overhang. Um, but they, that's the car they showed. And so really, really interesting they did that. Obviously, this is a car that's been built from the ground up. With a charging system, <clears throat> I'm sorry, platform that will allow for quicker charging. Will have, like I said, I'm hoping two two fifty range, and it will be, you know, it will it will be the first all new mini in quite a while, which is which is, in my book, super exciting. Um, two hundred and fifty miles of range would put that car in the would put that car in my garage. Yeah, and maybe it maybe won't hit that mark, but that's what I'm hoping. So, you know, a couple of things on that. One interesting thing about this, I mean, number one, check out the images on on Modern File, and you'll sort of see the general silhouette, um, evolutionary for sure. Although the that's interior, like the, yeah, that's linked up in the show notes. It's going to be it you know, a little bit smaller though. Yep. If you look, if you look closely, and and I also call out on Modern File some of the things that that we've kind of determined that are like interesting and different. The rear, for instance, funky, like yeah, really different. Real funky, like, really different. There's, there's like some weird, like they've made it look with camouflage, like the current car, but it is clearly camouflage. So, mm-hmm. you know, interesting to note that. Um, but the shape of it and the, the sort of like the rear overhang is tiny. It's like it's really flat on the back tiny. too, where the the existing car and I just I know this because I'm very intimate. You're back there all the time, yeah. I've wrapped enough of mm-hmm. these cars. You know those corners, and I look at every car I see is like, what if what would it be like to wrap that car? And so every yeah. every sharp deep recess and angle, and I'm like. So these things, like you said, Gabe, they they really stand out to me, especially the back end of this car. Mm-hmm. How incredibly mm-hmm. flat also, it is! Like kind of like, like a but it looks like the R50 too, to me. So. Yeah, it very much does. Uh, the R50 had a very shallow bumper, although it still had a mm-hmm. a little bit of a flat spot there. But you can see the lack of the the shelf, if you will, on the rear bumper. Yep. It's just not You're there right. anymore. And also funky in the rear, like that those cut lines. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like when when I when I talked about the Aura Cat and how 
it, there's there's going to be a lot of similarities in that car and this car. Um, look at the Auric hat and its rear hatch, and look at this rear hatch. Tell me there aren't distinctive similarities. similarities. Yeah, mm-hmm. like legit. Uh, like it's not like a normal hatchback. They're both odd. No, and it's an aerodynamic so, thing too that's been around since. I want to say one of the very first ones is it, it's kind of along the lines of the Honda Civics from the the late nineties. The CRX did it in a Civic that was very squared off in the back, and that's an aerodynamic. Well, it's an aerodynamic. I'm talking thing. about the cut lines. I'm talking about the cut lines of the hatch. Oh, okay, that are in there. Like, yeah, very specifically. Interesting. Like, that is the yeah. In fact, you know what? I don't actually have a photo of it on, on my phone, but just 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 Google Oracat. Yeah. Um, photos after you go to Modern File and click on ads, and <laughs> <laughs> and in, but in all seriousness though, like it's it's just kind of funky, and and so I think what I'm excited for this. I mean, I'm excited. I, like DB said, like you know, I love manual transmissions. We love the sound of these these petrol powered yeah. engines. But man, these electric minis are awesome. They feel like minis. They feel like minis. And this feels. This looks. This seems like it's going to be amazing. Um, the thing that's going to be really interesting is, of course, the tariffs that were thrown yeah. on um, electric cars made in China by um, – we don't talk about these things in the show, but by – previous administration. Administration <laughs> that, um, you know, uh, politics aside, that's that's that happened. And, and so that may be rescinded. It may not. I don't know. But – that is going to make the profitability of that bringing that car to the United States difficult, questionable. Yeah. yeah, and so that's a hurdle. I know that many and yeah, that's one of those things are dedicated to bringing that car over because they but, know it's the future, right? Um, but, but it's going to be if they have to bring it over at fifty thousand dollars. They're not gonna. You know, I don't think they would. Yeah, they're figuring it out right now. They want dealers to take a cut. They want I mean, many will take a cut. Like they're they're trying to find a way. And right. you know, we'll we'll see what happens. And can but, I say what's going to be the most interesting thing about electric cars too is that a lot of cars now, uh, car companies, they make money on service and and parts and maintenance in the long run. Mm-hmm. There. And I think electric cars are going to have less service and less maintenance to be done. I right. Mean, totally. I mean, Chad, Holy this is gonna this is gonna eat into into businesses like you, Chad, in that you're gonna uh, be yeah. modding the cars, but there's not much maintenance on a no gear electric motor. You know, uh, I've I've thought about that over and over and over again about you know how are we gonna service some of these cars that don't have a vacuum system which right. have <laughs> major vacuum leaks, right? Um, a fuel system that can have vacuum leaks in and stuff like that. And so now we're doing some brake pads. We're doing some shocks because those are still going to be around. We'll have to figure out how to switch out batteries or, or something along that lines. But yes, fans, the actual service right. part mm-hmm. of, of cars, you know, because BMW can't no- figure out motor mounts or thermostats <laughs> to save their life. Those things are going to be gone. Yeah. You and, might still have thermo- you might still have motor mounts, Chad. Well, I wouldn't yeah, cut, I wouldn't maybe, put that one out yet. You've got, yeah, you've got a while. You've, that's a long lead on that one. Wiper blade. Chad, you're going to specialize in wiper blades on electric cars. <laughs> and and you know what? It's it's okay because by the time electric cars are going to be like really hardcore, I'll be retired. Yeah, and, you know, like, I'll be, there won't I'll be, be a sold problem. Out. 
I my I, my building will be a pot producing hardcore <laughs> you know, solar uh, powered. Yeah, Chad's solar gonna be uh, retired TV machine. Yeah, retired yeah. listening to to uh, uh you know. And just to be clear, t- uh, yeah, Chad's in Michigan where where weed is growing like yeah wow. yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, there. I literally across the street from me is a a legal growing area. Um, but, I'm going to be to give you an example. I'm going to be the guy at the retirement hall playing bingo, making sure that Nine Inch Nails is playing on the screen. Okay, at least it's not um, Grateful Chad, Dead. At least it's not Grateful Dead. And, <laughs> yeah, and exactly. Chad's going to Chad's going to be the guy when he retires playing bingo, and he's going to want to make sure that it's all punk yeah. all day. All night, yeah. nothing but Chad's gonna be like nine years old. Listen to punk, bad religion forever, forever. So that's Chad. Yeah, I mean, I have, I have thought about these things. I have looked into where do we need to go? How do we stay relevant? How do we put not a char- become put a quick di- charger? You know, I, I don't want to be the dinosaur. You know, like, but at the yeah. same time, like, will this really be what I need to do for forever? That's going to be mm-hmm. up to the next guy that says, hey, you know what? Detroit Teen's got his name. I want to buy this. All right. That's good. Well, you can take this on and we'll go to the next level. You and, know? and not only mm-hmm. that, but I'm talking about the, the future of actual car dealers. Oh, yeah. Once we every, go, every once we go electric, because a lot right. of and, and Tesla tried to do this is a direct market, you know, direct to customer, direct to consumer, if you will. Um, the DTC in marketing speak of of products and we could end up there to where you really don't need a dealer anymore. You really don't mm-hmm. need a service department. You might need a small one, but it's not going to be a profit center like it was before. And I, there's going to be a long fight to get to that point. But I think we're heading I mean, there. there are so many things that as far as the dealer level service goes that are going to is going to be so much different throughout the years. Um, you know, just the fact of. All of these Corvettes that have come back with like, oh, the tech did this and it caught it on my dash cam. Right. All of that is going to change how we do business forever. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I get into a car and I was like, well, it's got this dash cam. I'm just going to unplug this. Not that we're doing anything weird, but like I don't want anything to possibly come back up because I need to know whether your car is performing to the the to the way you want it to or not, because you can be like, it's doing this weird thing and I can go out and floor it. And all of a sudden it gets misfired because it just needs spark plugs, but it never gave me a check engine light because, Hey, I'm getting misfired because you never drove the car hard enough, but mm-hmm. that could come back in a, in a dash cam video. It'd be like, well, he was abusing my car. It's like, well, no, that's not really what it is, but <laughs> you know, the dash cam videos. That's a right. tough, yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. yeah that yeah. is. Yep. Hey, hey! really quick. Gabe's got to leave, so we're going to say goodbye to Gabe. Thanks for joining us, as always. Do make My sure pleasure. that you're getting your Mini Cooper news from motoringfile.com. Also, make sure you're getting your Beamer file, your Beamer, your BMW news Absolutely. from BeamerFile.com. I've got links to everything that we've talked about in the show notes. And there's, Thanks, Gabe. Appreciate it. Yeah, more to talk yeah. about More to talk about soon. We'll be we'll be back talking about that stuff. So, Gabe, we'll and, talk and, to you next time. And, and Gabe, Gabe also, cheaters never prosper. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> I say that to the guy who disqualified me. That's what I say. Uh-huh. All right. Okay, uh-huh. Gabe. Thanks. Good night. I'm gonna go practice on my sim. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a great. Uh, yeah, we love Brass and Gabe about getting disqualified on the uh, God. on the I autocross course. Him, and and the guys, the guy went and he looked. He was a foot. He was a foot out of the box. Hey, rules are he rules, man. Just, 
He wasn't just like a tire out of the box. He was an. I mean, it was the box, and then it was almost to like the the beginning of the door. That's two That's patches, two like contact patches yes. of an actual tire. Two, yeah. Yes, he was yeah. very much out of the box. Yeah, rules. I mean, are it, rules. Was, it was. Yeah, but and, it was a know, fast time. Gabe's got mad skills. So yeah. Gabe cool never. Watch. Yeah, he's a good driver, but he never wants to lose. Never. <laughs> no. On he's a technicality. On a technicality yeah. too. That's like something else happened. The tire pressure but, wasn't right. That, but that electric mini is going to be unfreaking stoppable on the autocross course. I'm not kidding. I'm not even making that up. I drove that car and then I drove the JCW and I wanted to drive the electric mini again. And so, DB, what I think is interesting is that what what uh, both Pat McKenna and and uh, Mike Payton alluded to was that the com- you know next thing coming is going to be an electric Countryman, which is yep. going to be all wheel drive, which is going to be a whole new oh whole I new ball even... game, whole new ball game, yeah. whole new ball game. So yeah, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I know there's there's many, you know, multiple motors, you know, for the for the Tesla, and it really improves the performance of the car. So I'm looking forward to the future for Mini, um, especially when they go electric. I mean, I'm going to miss gassing power engines, and you know, the discussion we just had with Chad about we, what's the future we'll, of business and, and things like that. We but miss, it's going to be a Chad. We got ten years to figure out, you know. <laughs> What's going to happen when our dealers go away and there's no more cars to maintain? There's going to be people still doing vintage cars for a very long time. Very long time. And and Chad, tell me this: like the average car you see is probably ten years old or more, don't you think? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, overall, yes. I have a lot of older cars. We still have a huge R53, you know, family that like I'm going to keep this going for forever. We have a lot of R56 cars, but we're also doing a lot of the F56 cars now, and it's getting there. But we do see a lot of different things going on with all of the different lines. And and back to the autocross question, it's like, how are autocrosses even going to classify an electric car to be able to sanction into a car class that well, has it'll just uh, you have know, to it's have to be a level playing field like only electrics you know go against each other and that kind oh, of it's got it's going to have to be something along right. that lines yeah but. right well and yeah. you figure if they're going to make electric if they're going to make gas powered cars for another 10 years so you've got 30 more years chad yeah we'll we'll be retired by then <laughs> oh yeah yeah but but we are seeing all of that stuff coming up now and i'm yeah. seeing it in all of the automotive ads that um, you know, the you know, shop talk now and whatever you want to call it, uh, we're seeing all of that stuff come to the forefront. Uh, I'm sure you saw it at SEMA yeah. um, and all of these things. And how are these things going to affect you know uh, car sales? You know, coming forward, and it's it, it's hard now because you can't find any cars. But yeah, you can still buy some electric cars, and you can still see some of these things and. This is the forefront of the people that want to blaze trails, that have the money to do so and want to be able to help with that. But it's going to take a long time to trickle down to the average consumer or below average consumer for a long time. And so what, and, and gas I know, isn't going away. Yeah, and what we don't want to be is stuck with our pants down going, oh, yeah, we're the, we, we manufacture record needles. <laughs> And then yeah. CDs come along, and nobody buys records anymore. Like overnight, <laughs> literally yeah. overnight. And, and you then, had to wait thirty years to start selling your record needles again. Right. Exactly. And, you know, exactly. And realistically, the only thing that really died off in that industry is cassette tapes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Completely. You know, the last thing from that art from the interview that we wanted to touch on, um, and Gabe left, so we that's fine. He doesn't need this. Was uh, mini takes the states, right? So we got confirmation from Pat and Mike that that's still happening, July 9th through the seventeenth, right? We all knew this already. I know Facebook's just been freaking out about many takes states. What we didn't know is who's actually going to be there. So, um, you, Todd, you're going to have to tell Spe- me the names. Special I guest, the Al- names. Oliver Heimer, who's the head of yes. design for, for Mini, and Bern Corber. We're going to have him out. Yep. Bern Corber, who's the head of uh, Mini Global. Um, so, they're going to both, they're supposed to, at least scheduled to at this point, make yeah, an appearance. They're scheduled at Mini to take. be there. And that's the first I've heard of that. And we love special guests at Mini Takes Estates. I'll go really back good. to the first time. I don't even know if it was the first time we met Rano, because I think we met him at. Uh, no, we met him Mini at uh, Mini United in yeah. 2000. Good Lord, seven. Ooh, 2007, dude. 2007. Yikes. Oh, our, my God. Our first time in Europe. So, yes. But anyway. Uh, yeah, that was amazing. That was an amazing trip. So anyway, that's happening. Um, it's nice to know that we're going to have some special guests. Of course, we're going to have all the information about Mini Takes States as it happens. Um, I was also able to have conversations that I can't really speak to further about the the National Mini Club. And there's going to be some really cool stuff happening with that very soon. Yeah. So, so uh, I was just able – just stuff. You know, thank you. And and then the last thing that I did is I said hi to the Michelin people, and I said my dad only runs Michelin tires on his cars, and they said thank him for for us. <laughs> pilot suit that, that like, okay. hints the pilot supersport. Uh, hints the pilot supersport. Like, yeah, we were talking. And, yeah, we were talking about this as Slack because we're cold weather, and I said, oh, here is the Arizona version of a cold weather tire, and that's Michelin pilot sport. <laughs> and I want to meet the person paying five hundred and fifty one dollars for a pilot super for, for one tire. of those. Although it's got to be, be like, twenty three. It's got to be a twenty three. Rear tires for a new vet. Come on. Yeah, it's a, it's a twenty three twelve inch width <laughs> tire. We only make four a year. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, honestly, who puts those on their cars? Good yeah. grief. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was a great event. It was great to drive all these cars. Todd, I'm so stoked for your new minis. I really am because it's nice. This is weird. This never happened to me. But I drove your car before you did. Yeah, kind oh, of. You mean the 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 2022 JCW? Yeah, yeah, and that one still oh, we we so just nice. we just got a production. Did you get all like? Did you get all the digital stuff like the digital dash and the heads up and all oh, that stuff? In the Countryman, yes, but in the hardtop JCW, no, we got the super Legera JCW. Oh, super Legera JCW and the hardtop <laughs> we, got it. But we stripped but the that country- thing down. Right, but the Countryman's got the automatic yeah. and all the the digital this that and the other things. Yes, yes the Countryman, dude, it is so nice. Self parking the whole nine. Oh, you know what? You're gonna get <laughs> Dee's gonna drive that, and she'd be like, "Oh, this is so nice." Yeah, I know. We're I'm gonna, good. Okay, we'll fight over you, who gets to drive these. That'll Legera. be the car. You're gonna. That'll be the car. Oh, you're gonna want to drive all the time because you'll never want to drive yours. I know. We'll have um, the polar that, extremes at JCW. But that hardtop, man, just like. Yeah, I'm, amazing. It really was. I mean, all the cars were super amazing, and you can't compare. It's really unfair to compare a JCW to a, even an M2, the new M2, but we can't talk about it and tell you how awesome it was. But, oh, my God. And dude, I put it on the track. Yeah. Holy shit. It's funny. Um, I, I am experiencing the, I'm experiencing the excitement of, uh, of new cars again because I found out that my Countryman JCW is on a boat. Uh, it should be nice. here in the U.S. within the next week to 10 days. Oh, so exciting. And the the hardtop is going into production next week. 
outstanding next week. So, and it's probably you, have that, be, you might have that before the end of the year. Maybe <laughs> might Ooh, be. No. If we're thinking it's going to be January because the the yeah. plant and everything. Everybody at Mini shuts down the last week of December, and things right. slow down, and you get the yeah. holidays, and it's the same everywhere. So. Well, anyway. I'm going to tell you that that 2022 hardtop, that's a damn fine automobile, sir. Well played. Well, it's not that much different than my 19. It's got a little more digital on the displays. You get the yeah. nice uh, over the... What did you think of the new wor- tack, for lack of a better... Uh, you know, eh, it was okay. The new oval display above yeah, it. Yeah, the, the, the oval, the, the whole digital, which is really cool, but it just takes it would take some getting used to. But once you're used to it, it's like going, oh yeah, this is cool. I like right? it. The new the new mini connected, whatever they call it now, is you know it it, it was okay. The was, design choice they've used for that, it's just like, well, this is very twenty twelve. Right? Yep. I mean it was cool, but it's just like, well, this kind of looks like what was it, music match player. Yeah, just put <laughs> just put CarPlay on and leave just it. Just put CarPlay on and leave it alone. Don't worry about it. Um, but the rest of it was just it was brilliant and it was nice and it was it made a good sound. It made a sound made it sound like a BMW, and it was quiet, and it drove nice. If you just want to drive, it just drives. Every JCW had ever driven in before, like that Roadster or any of the R56 JCWs, they're always real twitchy. It's just like, no, drive me, drive me, drive me, drive me, right? And it was tiring to me. This car didn't do that. It just goes. So it it yeah. just goes. You're gonna drive to the. You're just gonna drive to the shops. Okay, great. Here we go. Blah blah blah. You want to go thrash it to the canyons? Great. We can do that too. Here we go. Button up. Right, but you can get after driving really a DB. Nice. After driving it, I think maybe you can understand. And, and from what you said, when you went from the, of course, you went from an M5 with 650 horsepower. <laughs> but you see why after driving a JCW so long, it's so comfortable and so smooth that I want more yeah. horsepower because it just doesn't feel very fast. It, yeah, if that car see felt I mean? like the electric, if that car felt like the electric mini, yes. if that car felt like the M2 with its 300 and some odd horsepower, right? Then you'd be all, oh, okay. That's where that song, that's where that car goes. Yeah. Like, why couldn't they do that just with the Clubman once in just one year? Just do it the Clubman, JCW Clubman. <laughs> give it 300, give it like 350 horsepower and yeah. say, here. And only so it's like, you have to have like an invitation, right? It's like, Tom, here, there's your car. Well, DB, D- DB did, you, it, you want one DB here? It's called the you GP. Know, they did, and it's called the GP. I know. So, I know. yeah. Anyway, um, it was just, you just, you just, you honestly don't ever do that though. Don't, don't drive an M car than a JCW because it's just, yeah. and then you'll say, go on, as Gabe said during pre show, the, the JCW just felt cute. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, and Chad right. had some experience. Nice. Chad had some experience with the new F fifty six of twenty twenty two this past yeah, week, yeah. which we're going to talk about in a couple of weeks because we've we've run out of time. But yeah. I think it's interesting. And Chad, I want to talk for a moment when we're done offline about the uh, your concept of the open space to the radiator on this. <laughs> yes, yes, we're yeah. definitely going to talk about that on an yeah. upcoming show too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, otherwise, yeah, we do have to be done because we had a long show. So I want to take a minute. I want to redirect you guys back to the previous episode as it's too long to include here today. And, and that was Wolfcast number 600 and – nope, Wolfcast number 21. Nope. don't. You can go back and listen to that one too. <laughs> I, it, actually, it is there. I thought I lost it to the great server outage of 2009. But I do have a copy of Wolfcast 21. It will be linked up in the show notes. Brand new player and everything. Um, go back, listen to Wolfcast 676. If you did listen to it and you had our time listening to it, listen to it again. Maybe delete it out of your feed and re-download it because I fixed that. Uh, and that way you can catch that interview that uh, Gabe and I did with uh, Mike Payton and Pat McKenna. And I think, you um, know plus, what, if, and if you don't, we'll, we'll, 
Thanksgiving's coming up, and uh, we may oh, break we'll it up. We'll check that out by itself. Yeah, we'll give yeah. a we'll give you an opportunity over Thanksgiving to uh, enjoy that. To check that out, I'll put that in the feed all by itself. Uh, it's definitely worth the time. Uh, it was just those guys were so sweet to give us that much time. They didn't give anybody else that much time. The entire day, right? They gave the white the Mini Cooper guys. They gave a half an hour of their day just to us and it was really super awesome and it was a great interview if you guys missed it you really need to go back and listen to it it was really amazing i'm gonna link that up in the show notes in case you missed it and like i said i fixed the audio problems we recorded with iphone so i did best i could um there's that and number two before i talk money and other things if you want to hear black roof radio you need to message me on twitter that you want to listen to black roof radio i'm telling you now because nobody did last episode one person did. Neil did. Hey, thanks, bud. You rock. If you want it, you got to ping me. You guys know how to get me on Twitter. I'm not going to remind you. Any of my Twitter accounts, ping me on Twitter, and I will send you a link. Done. We'll see how this works this time because um, it was one listener from the last episode. Just saying. Just saying. You get unfiltered. You, that, and basically, if, if it anybody was good. wonders. It was, good Apple, it was good Apple talk this week. Well, I know. Good. If anybody wonders what Black Roof Radio is, it's unfiltered us. Yeah, we don't edit, and there might be curse bombs. There might um, be, and it, and, it, and it was a joke because we used to do we used to do like real black roof radio when we're on the road, like me takes us dates with you know drunk people and Todd's recorder in his back pocket, and <laughs> and it's really funny to listen to ten years later, or, you know, like MTTS stuff or I mean Amviv stuff. I don't know. And, I've I've burned most of it by now because <laughs> it's incriminating <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Some really good stuff. You know, like, what does it take to make Morrow laugh, make Ronald laugh so hard in an elevator he almost falls over? Oh. You know, stuff like that. Yep. Um, that's Black Roof Radio. Uh, the true Black Roof Radio, very few people get access to. This stuff, you guys get access to it, and that's fun. Um, but I'm not charging you for it anymore. Now you're charged. You have to ask me for it. You have to ask me on Twitter. Go figure it out. If you don't know how to do Twitter and you want it that bad, you'll figure it hard. out. Figure it out. All right. Let's uh, pay some bills. Well, we're not really paying bills, but. Because this is currently sponsored by me um, and <laughs> and Todd with his time for free and Chad with his time for free. So I want to remind you guys about MotoringStripes.com because MotoringStripes.com because Christmas, Mini Cooper Christmas is coming up. MotoringStripes.com, talking stuffers, check. MotoringStripes.com. Uh, you're going to get the mini badges to replace your worn out ones on your R15 and R53. And that's like six bucks. Uh, get it. You want the wire your radio sunroof delete kit because you live – West of the Rockies, and you have a sunroof, and you want air conditioning to work in the summertime, they're done. Just go over to motoringstripes.com. Get it. Pay attention for the year 2022 Mini Takes the States graphics. Todd's going to have them probably before anybody else because he'll probably be the official maker again. Probably. We'll see, but you'll have them. Don't worry about that. And then anything else that you want to make your Mini cooler because blank is boring. Also, Christmas. Detroit tuned, DetroitTuned.com, right, Chad? We're sending them over there because Chad's doing bang up shipping business with all the stuff that he has in stock, right? And I know you're trying hard to keep all your stuff in stock and you're doing the best you can. But yep. when you guys are looking for stuff, for Mini Cooper stuff for Christmas, make sure Detroit Tune is on your cycle of websites to go through. DetroitTune.MotoringCravenSpeed, right? That's where you guys go in probably that order, right? You can go to the other guys too. But let's just start with Detroit Tune, outmotoring.com, Craven Speed. Honestly, just go to Detroit Tune. Get everything you need right there. Done and done. Boom. And if you live five five hours from the, the shop, Chad does your service anyway. I mean, honestly, just pick up something next time you're there. And, and the dog, dog said, approved. Tucker approved right there. 
I love it. That was um, perfect timing, DB. That was perfect timing. My dog's he's a little shithead sometimes, but you know what? Usually the timing's right on. <laughs> I don't have anything else. Did anybody else have anything else? We didn't get to talk about SEMA. Todd, what was SEMA? It was sparse. It was sparse. <laughs> Chad, tell your girlfriend I'm I'm really sorry we missed her. We tried. Um, yes, yeah. She she was like, I didn't see Todd. I was like, Yeah, he tried. We tried. <laughs> we we had the we had the guy call. We had her her boss call and and track her down, and we never made it back to where she was. So it's okay. Anyway, yeah, it, anyway, was, it was a good time. She, it was a good she time. had a good time, time in Vegas. Yeah, it was a good. Uh, we had a good time in Vegas too. It was it was a little subdued. Things were kind of down. You know, like there weren't as it wasn't crowded. I don't think SEMA was anywhere near as crowded as I've seen it in the past. There were still yeah. a lot of people there, but crazy. Anyway, yeah, we'll talk about that coming up and and cover a little bit because I didn't post very many pictures. There wasn't there wasn't a lot to see, but it wasn't the truck show, so thank God it wasn't the, the uh, yeah. <laughs> this, right. This. Yeah, and and Gabe and I honestly, Gabe and I just had to do our brain dump from the from the test fest anyway, so yeah, um, it worked out really well. That SEMA was kind of a dud, I guess. Yeah, it was just sure. it, it was kind of like getting its getting its sea legs again. You know, it's been gone for two years. So, right, right, right. Yep. Okay, very good. Then with that, I think we're going to go ahead and finish up. Oh. One last thing I want to remind you guys: we are coming up on the silly season, as you guys know in the United States. Uh, Thanksgiving's in a couple weeks, and we have Christmas coming up after that. Plus New Year's, I'll get something in the feed for you guys for Thanksgiving. But this will probably be the only real show for November. We might sneak another one in if we can. But don't count on it. Uh, for sure, I'm going to repost that interview for you guys. We'll get that in. And then December, we'll get you a couple shows as well if we can. Uh, but just keep in mind, crazy season, all the things, right? Right. Spend time with your families. Yeah, go spend time with your families. I spend, sure time with, I spend time with my liquor store, my local liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Gin R Us. Yeah. Don't well, and then forget, that allows me to spend time. That allows me to spend time with my family. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't forget and and try to. I need a. You know what I need to do, Todd? And this got me thinking about this. Is I'm usually pretty good about being local. I'm a local guy, right? I like going yeah. to local shops, local yeah. restaurants. I yeah. I am Mister Local, right? Except when I go to a liquor store, I go to Total Wine because I'm okay. a douchebag. Apparently, that's okay. Oh, I don't have a good local. Like, there's one in Texas. I follow these guys. I forgot the name. I follow these guys on uh, Instagram. Some little podunk town in texas with like the dopest liquor store on the planet right and it's like in an old grain mill or something and they have all the craft boozes that you can imagine and craft beer and it's just like oh my god this is an amazing shop and they have like probably 10 customers a day it's one of those and it's like why can't that be here <laughs> well uh, oh well there Maybe you go there. if you know someplace in the phoenix area greater send db a message you know, they're gonna, I know where they're. I know where they're going to send me, and it's too far to drive, and that's fine. <laughs> oh, Whatever. Too far to drive. I'll, I'll go. I'll go, and I'll report back. I will go. Make it an I've adventure, man. You talk about you, you don't know, get to drive yeah. your mini anymore, so make it an adventure. We had yeah, a customer yeah. yesterday. I was like, "You guys are really far away." I was like, "Where are you at?" And he told me, and it's like, "You're less than an hour away." And I'm like, I have a car from New Jersey here and a car from Georgia right now here. There and you he's go. Like, oh, I'm like, so <laughs> your suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> your 45 minute drive is okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And and your weather never sucks, so like you can That's drive true. anywhere and just yeah, be I just could. fine. Yeah. yeah, I'm just fine. It'll be just fine. It's fine. Anyway, we are done for the night, gang. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for bugging me on Twitter to get a copy of Black Earth Radio. But we are done. So that makes us the time of the show where I like to make the funny clicking sound. And then I say...
questions, comments, or concerns, you can go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave a note in the show notes. You can also email us, feedback at whiteroofradio.com. But until next time, gank this DB, I'm done. Cheers. See ya. Yeah.